What's up, friends? Episode three of the But Why Not podcast. This is 7,000 Apart. This is the first time they were on the podcast. This was recorded about a year ago. They are a duo out of Green Bay, musicians, very talented. Uh, I'm not going to put them in a box. I was going to give them a genre, but Amelie comes from Sweden, and she met her husband, John, who is from Green Bay as a foreign exchange student. Super cool story. I actually met them searching location tags on Instagram, trying to grow Venture Wisconsin's following about a year in, and I searched Fonferric Glen because I really like outdoor spots. So I would comment on people's pictures at Fonferric Glen, and I saw that they did a photo shoot, and I wanted to get more into the music scene in Northeast Wisconsin at the time. So I messaged them. They agreed to do kind of an interview and a live performance. Basically what happened is it was a big project, kind of a big undertaking for me at the time. It got put on the back burner, didn't happen. So then I re-invited them onto the live show once I launched that and it kind of started a cool friendship. So kind of an interesting story. Little background, the audio on this is messed up only on my mic because my mic wasn't plugged in. My little brother Griffin's the producer of this show. He was kind of figuring his stuff out. Uh, We had just moved from the cozy corner to a new location and John and Emily sound great. I sound like I'm phoning in on a Skype interview or something at the beginning, but you can kind of hear how the conversation starts. I think it's worth putting this conversation up. Their audio is great. It's kind of just an in-depth look at where John and Emily were in 7,000 Apart when they launched their first album. So kind of some cool history. I hope you enjoy 7,000 Apart. Five, four, three... What's up, friends? What's up, friends? We're back. But why not? But why not? We're live? Nice. What is up? It's about time. Thank you so much for being here, whether you're watching live or afterward. This is the But Why Not podcast with Venture Wisconsin. I should probably stay close to the mic. We are talking music scene. Yeah, music industry and what it's like being a young band starting out. And we're with 7,000 Apart out of Green Bay, and they have a really cool story. We met um, July, something like that, Mm. Um, and we filmed some stuff that never made it to the internet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but uh, yeah, welcome. How are you guys doing? Thanks. Thanks. Yeah, we're tired, but we're so good. We're so good. <laughs> We've had like a yeah. really busy but really amazing weekend. So, awesome. so yeah. Why was the weekend so great? Well, we released our first proper debut single Friday, so we're up all like night trying to like <laughs> do all the stuff that we need to do for that, and writing people, and just being excited. You know, it's hard to sleep when you're doing something big like that. Yeah. And then Saturday we had a big show at the Cup of Joy in Green Bay. Yep, that like 140 really... people came out, which was awesome. Yeah, which is really great. And right after that, we had to go set up at the TV station to do CP, the CP telethon in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At 8.15, which at is 8:15. not very like... <laughs> like a.m. That's not normal for us. No. We normally get up at like 10, so... <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it was a little early, but it was so awesome. It was so cool to be a part of that. Yeah, that... yeah that's yeah. awesome. Doing good in the community. Yeah. Yeah, it's really um, so nice. So what's the single about? Yeah, no, so the first <laughs> single is called Blank Check, and John, you can tell the story a little bit. Yeah, so this, uh, it was written basically like, we were in a long-distance relationship, for those of th- yeah, out there who don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> does, does the single go into the whole story? A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, we'll do we'll do yeah. that, and then we can come back to yeah. Blank Check after. So, yeah, yep. jump into uh, like how you guys yeah. Yeah. So when we were 17, uh, we met at Preble High School in Green Bay. Amelie was an exchange student from Stockholm, Sweden. And so we met senior year uh, for me of high school. And um, we met in music theory class. Fittingly enough. <laughs> yeah. 
which was perfect, right? <laughs> and then we ended up dating that whole year of senior year of high school. And then Amelie went back to Sweden. So we had to decide whether or not we wanted to stay together, and we, we did. And so we were forced into a three-year long-distance relationship that we were 7,000 kilometers apart. And so during that time... Which is like 4,600 miles for or those, something. Or something yeah. like that. <laughs> for those who don't know kilometers, because we, you guys have yeah. a weird system. Like, we changed, really weird. We changed the amount of miles it is, like, every time we tell the story. So. <laughs> well, I'm not sure. Like, we know that it's 7,000 kilometers, but I don't remember I don't how many yeah. miles. Whatever. It's yeah, yeah, somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it's not as cool. Yeah. So we started 7,000 apart. <laughs> um, I think it... I'm trying to remember I think we now. started in 2014. I think it was 2014. Uh, we the, started the as a YouTube. summer 2014, yeah. We started as a YouTube project. Um, Where we would record videos mm -hmm. together but apart. So he would do like the piano or the guitar, the music, and then he would send that to me and I would record the vocals over it. Yeah. And then we would have like video and we would put it all together into this giant mess <laughs> of a thing. Uh, but it was a great thing because we did it to have something to talk about, have mm. something in common because it's so easy when you're in a long distance relationship to lose that connection just because you don't have anything like you don't do anything in common anymore and, and talking about talking about like what you had for lunch gets really boring yeah, and how class like, was yeah <laughs> um no, that's smart, yeah yeah it really helped yeah yeah exactly for sure i don't know i don't remember the thing is like they they took, they took, I'd say so maybe long. like 15 or something. Yeah, um, over like two years. Over two years. They yeah. took forever to do because like I would, so I would record the piano or guitar and then send it to Amelie and she had to overdub it in Sweden. And so she would send me the audio files and then I would put it together and have to edit it. But then I'd have to send her a draft and normally like... You know, it's never right on the first draft. No, and, and you know, like we were all, we were super new to the whole like recording and like editing together videos. Yeah. And, you know, we were using, I think you, we were using like GarageBand. <laughs> I was using, and, I was using um, iMovie. iMovie. Yeah. <laughs> so like we would try to layer videos and audio files. And so I would, and, mm -hmm. and, and like logic like and stuff yeah, it was, but, but as, it was really uh, anyway it was, yeah, a, mess, it was a mess and it was like but yeah. it was a great learning experience for both of us mm -hmm. but yeah it was definitely it was a mm -hmm. humble beginning yeah <laughs> yeah yeah but that's yeah. good yeah yeah. Yeah. So we we were eighteen when when we started our long distance relationship, and then we were twenty one when we got married. And yeah. we we were spoiler alert. We're yeah, married. we got married. Sorry. <laughs> we were. I think we were nineteen when we started seven thousand apart. Yeah. So yeah, during that would those make two sense. years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Math. That makes sense. Right? <laughs> Yeah, so yep. eventually, like, the long distance ended with us getting married. Yeah, that was, like, I graduated from yeah. college in Kentucky, and then... After three years. Yep, and we got married in Sweden, mm -hmm. um, so as soon as I graduated, like, a couple months later, we went to Sweden and um, got married there. No, nope. we weren't able to. So, like, we were planning on, like, living in Sweden for, like, a year or something, but because of the refugee crisis, it took so mm -hmm. long to get John's uh, permanent residence card yeah. that we actually had to move to the U.S. So, like, I think one week after our, our wedding, you went back to the U.S., and then three mm -hmm. weeks after that, or two weeks after that, I, like, moved to the United States. <laughs> so mm -hmm. that was really crazy. And uh, we just felt like... 7,000 apart was what we wanted to pursue because we both know that it's the right career choice for us, even though mm -hmm. it's like crazy, but, <laughs> but we know that there's nothing else that we could do and doing it mm -hmm. together really helps. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So when you say that the right career path for us, why is that? What's your history? You can start. Yeah. So I, 
I guess this is a long enough interview that I can actually talk about this. Um, yeah, so I started um, I started learning music when I was six from my grandma. Um, she was a, my piano teacher, and um, so I also grew up in in the church. And so I quite often would be able to play in the church. And um, I ended up, I believe it was in middle school. I went to this church where the pastor allowed me to write songs. Um, for the church, like to perform every single week. And so he would give me a topic and I would write a song every single week um, for the next service. And um, that gave me a lot of experience with music and it really um, ignited the passion, I guess, like to want to do it. And um, yeah. Yeah. Well, like very affirming, affirming when you're like, when you're 11 and 12 and 13, you know, and someone's like, oh, I love what you do. And can you do this weekly? And like, it just really put me on a path that made me, yeah. And it, um, it was really helpful for me. And, um, then going to school, I went for audio production and recording music. And so just continuing on that path. And, um, when we started 7,000 apart, we just, it was something that, like we both kind of knew it would be really good for us and being able to work together and um yeah yeah <laughs> yeah oh yeah he had a rock band when i got to know him it was so cool yep <laughs> super it was called sanctify and it was like super not at all like our genre now at all so <laughs> you were good really though. Funny. Like you had some good songs there. Yeah, we it, it was fun. Oh yeah. Yep, it was all original and um yeah, it was a good time. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I am actually, oh, yeah. yeah, there's a few of them who are like pretty active members of the Green Bay music scene. Um or like work at you know, like yeah. hide or do different things like that now nowadays. So um, yeah, we still keep in touch. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. show we played at the Cup, um, one of the guys who was in the other band that played, he played with John for a while. So yeah. that was great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, well, my mom is a voice teacher. So, like, mm. either you become a singer or you become, like, an anti-singer, which my brother, little brother is <laughs> a little bit. But you also, your mom also did brought like yeah, Swedish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm that. <laughs> let, I let you tell your okay, story. Okay, you okay. let all me right, tell right. mine. Oh, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> anyways, so uh, I started singing really early, and I obviously had some kind of talent for it at an early age. I would get solos in school and just like smaller things. I never really like wanted to pursue it like that much. I absolutely loved singing, but it wasn't something. Oh, I have to stand on a stage and I have to like be the star and center of attention. I was pretty shy as a kid, uh, but I did still get a lot of cool opportunities. I got to be on national TV in Sweden, like, a lot of times, like, mostly as, like, backup stuff, but, I, like, part of kid choirs and selective, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, when I was 10, I started voice acting, which also included a lot of singing, of course. So I did, like, stuff for Disney. I don't know if you know, like, Lil Einstein's or any of those shows, Narnia, whatever. I was like <laughs> Swedish voice for a lot of those uh, shows. Yeah, like the movies. The movie. So I was like the Swedish yeah. voice of Lucy in Narnia, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that, that, I think, that really showed how much I love being in the studio. Because I got to be in the studio like several hours a week. And I got paid for it. And I was just like, what is this? <laughs> so I, that kept, I kept doing that up until I still get to do it sometimes when I'm in Sweden. It's one of my favorite things to do. Yeah, no, it's, it's called, so I got it because my mom's friend was a director and he was looking for new kids to get into, like, uh, the whole <laughs> thing. Because <laughs> yeah. they're always looking for kids that are, like, talented. Yeah, no, it was it was great, and I was just happy that it worked out for me because it takes a lot of different type of skill sets. Like you, sh it's good if you're a good singer. You need to be able to read quick. You need to be able to pick up direction. Like you have to have some act, like obviously some acting skills. I was just happy that it came kind of naturally to me. Ten, 
Yeah. So I celebrated like my 10 year like <laughs> voiceover anniversary just a few years ago. Yeah. I think it's about the same. Yeah. I mean, I probably have more hours logged, mm -hmm. <laughs> but since John had kind of a home studio for a while, yeah, you're used to like that whole between that and school as well. Like mm -hmm. going to school for it, I was in the studio a lot, and I also got um, an opportunity to intern um, at the dubbing studio. So like getting yeah. to work with editing, all the no, it was like it was through school. It was through school mm -hmm. and. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, like, I got yeah. him the connection, obviously, but, like, it was... Yeah, I think I just visited, I, like, visited her when she was acting one time and mm -hmm. just, like, talked with the director, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I do audio engineering, too. He's like, oh, that's so cool. And then I'm like, I need an internship for school, so yeah. uh, they got me an internship, and, like, that's been really fun, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. But John has been to yeah. Sweden, like, nine times? I think it's more than We've that lost now. count now. <laughs> yeah, I don't... It's been too crazy. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> It's a lot. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. first no you go first you want me to go okay yeah, I want you all right, to go all right. <laughs> um yeah so i think for me personally that's changed over the years um yeah and i think i have two primary like things i really enjoy the first one is just songwriting um i realized this past year in 2018 we were pretty quiet with releasing music in 2018 um and we were uh, we joined this group on Facebook called Song a Week, where you would write a song a week and upload it. Uh, didn't really matter about the quality um, as much as just doing it. And so I think I realized in 2018 that I just love songwriting. And um, I, I think it's, I'm such a big picture person that like being able to just make all these big picture ideas and not having to worry about all the small details of each song is one of my favorite elements um, of the creative process, for music at least. Um, but then I also just, I love performing. Like I love the connection that you get with people and seeing how they interact with you and interact with your music and interact with your songs. So um, those are kind of the two biggest things for me, I think, yeah. It, I, I ended up, really really liking producing for a while um in the whole studio and just like arranging arranging songs so like i started getting into the whole like detail part of music and the creative process and um i think i just realized i w honestly wasn't nerdy enough to be able to do it <laughs> like i just didn't like you have to like know all the different like you know there's like thousands of different types of eq like equalization and filters and stuff and I just didn't care about it enough. Um, I would much rather just like write a cello score or something. Um, yeah, have someone else just really focus on the details and make it something that is like radio worthy, you know, so. Mm -hmm. You mean, oh, wow. I don't know, like it's, that's a big process. <laughs> um, um, for songwriting, I think, I think the biggest thing is you, you just learn how to play other people's songs first. Um, and that's the, that's the start of it all. And for me, especially like, I just really fell in love with, there's a band called Switchfoot. Um, and they're not that, that big, but, um, I just, Switchfoot, have you heard of them? Yeah. 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 Yep. And so that's. That's the band that really like made me fall in love with songwriting. And um, so I, I just started learning all their songs. And then when I learned their songs, I realized that music theory was a thing, you know? Yeah. And so like start to learn a scale, the chord progressions they use. And then um, as a songwriter, you just kind of like, 
take those chords and the melody and like I think there's a moment and for me it was when I was in sixth grade where I, I realized like wow you can actually like make music you know and you can write a song based on just knowing a scale and chords and I think um, I think there's a lot that goes behind that with like taking lessons and um, yeah yeah, but it is something you can do pretty quickly as well. So, like, if you start learning. Yeah. Oh, the music. <laughs> Are we talking Creative process, or? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what are we talking uh, No, I'm definitely the less creative of us two. John is more big picture and like, oh, what if we did this? And like, he's super creative and super like, oh, I wrote in a song. Oh, I wrote in a song. I know, you know, uh, but yeah. I am very much that type of person that like, I get things done. <laughs> I make sure like John, that we finish the songs. I, yeah. I love making melodies. Like that's one of my fortes mm -hmm. where like John will come uh, to me with like a half done song ish. Ish, maybe yeah, under ish, half maybe <laughs> under or maybe more you know and i will help him finish it i will mm -hmm. make sure that the melody fits my voice or like that it's just like a little bit more interesting just because yeah. i can do more things with my voice because i'm a little bit more trained yeah and <laughs> and, and since sure. i'm very detail oriented like opposite of john I will be like, wait, this is in that tense, but this this verse is in a different tense. Wh who who are we talking about mm -hmm. here? And like, wh who is the person speaking, and who is he speaking to? Like, I want to make sure that the details are there. That it makes sense. No, 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 no. 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 He's just I'm, like, oh, I didn't I'm think about like, that. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, I was crying so much when I was writing the song <laughs> that like I didn't even think about it. Yeah, that's where I'm at. I'm yeah. just a very emotional person. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean i've always i've always been a very emotional person and like i think like i have always had outlets to get rid of that emotion and for a long time it was um sports so i, w I was huge into like running and stuff like that um just to get my emotion out um and then just it really was in sixth grade I just like that's when I started like learning I guess third grade was probably the first time I I have been thinking about this recently I wrote a a short story that was actually like um it won an award and was read on radio for I think it was why what's the why why 100 yeah it was it was read on why 100 when I was in third grade and I think I that was one of the first times I started realizing I loved expressing myself through words. Um, and I've always been an introvert as well. So for me, like being able to sit down and just write something and write my feelings has been a great way of expressing myself. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. It's, it's not always the same. And I really like, we've, We've really both gotten into writing a lot this year as well. Um, we've been writing, uh, doing some songwriting sessions both in Stockholm and in Nashville as well. And um, we've really, really gotten a great process between the two of us. As Amelie said, like, she's super detail-oriented and I'm very big picture. So for me, like, I have a lot of ideas, but, like, probably 70% of them are bad, you know? <laughs> and... <laughs> Yeah, but the thing is, I like I'll bring an idea to her, or like we've even we sat down with a guy in Nashville and just wrote a song from scratch. Mm -hmm. And um, so so for for me, I think it varies. I I tend to have a lot of ideas. I work on them, um, but when we we can just sit down and write a song too. So yeah. there's not really we a get inspiration from everywhere. John has really been experimenting too with writing from other people's perspectives. Yeah. So, I mean, one of the first songs we wrote together was like after we watched the Netflix show. Yeah. Uh, and we were just like, oh my gosh. Like, it was like so 2016. Or yeah, that was, it yeah. was one of our first songs. And um, we just sat down at the piano. We we're like, oh, it, it's so inspiring. What if we write a song from her perspective? And mm. we did. And it was ended up being one of our better songs. So that was really cool. Mm. So the first single, Blank Chick, which was released March 1st or Friday, 
Uh, it will. It's available everywhere. Like you can't go anywhere without finding it. I think yes. it's on YouTube and it's Spotify, on Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, iTunes Deezer, Pandora. Pandora. You know, everywhere. You just have to. Yeah, and even yeah, pretty much. I mean, even like WIXX. Yeah, they even played, played our song. Mm. So so you can like if you call them, you can request them. Yeah. request the song. So yeah. people request blank check on WIXX. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So they will be dropping about like a month apart, uh, with the album being released in May. <laughs> we didn't figure it out that far. More yeah. like let's just release. More like we know we should re release <laughs> like it on weeks. Fridays for New Music Friday. Yeah. Um, and so we're like, when are the Fridays? Yeah. <laughs> and then we just space them like about four weeks apart. So. Mm. Oh, they're all done. Yeah. Almost. You can Maybe. hear them afterwards. <laughs> Maybe yep. if you we, ask nicely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. So yeah, we're super excited. So this first one was a good like starter because it's it's chill. It's like easy to like, I think. And the next one is going to be a little bit more. It was actually the this first song was actually our producer and our artist coach's favorite song. Yeah. And Amelie's one of her best friends. Her her yeah. favorite song as well. So. Um, so we thought it was a good choice. We to thought start it was a good with. start. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, we can take it from the beginning, maybe. Yeah, it's been a huge process, yeah, honestly. We started yeah. over a year ago writing, starting to write these songs. It, it's yeah, it's an album. It's album a ten song, of, ten song album. Yeah, yeah. It's insane. It's crazy. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just excited. The album's yeah. done. It's done. Pretty yeah. much. We have like I think we're we're, we're remastering re a couple of songs. we're remastering <laughs> one or two songs that we got as a draft, and we're like, mm. uh, we want to change a few things, but. So we want to yeah. make sure it's going to be great. It's basically done. So, so good. Yeah. Okay, so from the crazy. beginning. Do you wanna, yeah. do, we'll take it from the beginning. So yeah, we started writing well. these songs about a little over a year ago. We started writing them for the song a week. And we wrote about 50 songs, mm -hmm. I think, over the course of like six months yeah, or something. And then we chose the 10 best of those. And we decided to record them. We found a producer in Sweden that we wanted to work with. So we flew over there <laughs> in the middle of September last year and stayed for about a month uh, working on the whole. Yeah, pretty much. About, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. So it was yeah. September 15th. Something through, like that. Yeah. And we actually, we ran a Kickstarter campaign yeah. too that was. Um, in order to, like, because it's expensive. Yeah. It was insane. It was crazy. We the, reached our goal and we had it for 30 days. We reached it in 20. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we're going to be songs. writing two. Two songs, songs, yeah. Yeah. No, we haven't done it yet. We've, it's been, we've tried. It's been a little tricky. <laughs> we've tried, but they're so like, they're like, oh, we just wanted to you. support you. Yeah, and we're they like, mostly wanted just to give money to support it. <laughs> we're like, but we want to write you. <laughs> yeah, let's just, can we please write you the song now? Yeah, <laughs> yeah we promise. It's going to be good. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, for know. real. No. For real, it could. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So you never know. But, but yeah, that, so we did the Kickstarter. Yeah. It went super well. We recorded in the studio with this producer. We had live musicians, like proper, real, good musicians. Everything on the album is real. Yep. Like real instruments. All real instruments, no electronic. We right. had a drummer, bass player, two cello players, mm -hmm. trumpet, saxophone. And then guitar and piano. And guitar and, and piano vocals. for me and vocals. <laughs> and I did a couple vocals. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think honestly for me, for me personally, like, like I said earlier, like I've been trying to do this since I was in sixth grade, right? Like, so since I was 11 and um, my parents can de definitely testify to the fact that like I've wanted to do this for a very long time and like going to Sweden, I think, like knowing like we're going to Sweden to record an album. Yeah. And be proper musicians for a whole month. Like yeah. we worked as musicians, like no other jobs really for a whole month. That was the craziest yeah. feeling. And just sitting in the studio like for days like I think we were in the mm -hmm. studio four days a week. 
mm-hmm. and for that whole month and like just being there and being like this is happening you know mm-hmm. and like being so proud of like even yeah. hearing the stuff that we recorded right away we were like wow this is all right way better than anything we've done yeah. by ourselves and having that help we had both the producer plus our artist coach was kind of the co-producer she was in the studio a lot she was like vocal Thankfully. producer yeah <laughs> she was great at getting like good vocals for me and no since we've april. just yeah we've just worked yeah. with her since april and she's she's the best she's amazing oh. she she believes in what we're doing so much and um she actually sat in the studio every day yeah. for free yeah to work with us and yeah. so she really believes in the songs and believes in and just having those what we're doing two extra set of ears you know because yeah. exactly what good music sounds like yeah, yeah. And I, I'm very much a perfectionist. I've been all my life. I work very hard, and I'm not happy if it's not great, you know? <laughs> She's perfect for the studio. Yeah. Perfect, um, yeah. But it's, it's hard for me to know when, it's, when I'm done. Like, mm. was that a good enough take? And having three people tell me, that was great. You can stop singing now. <laughs> like, we don't need another take. It's okay. Yeah. That was really a good thing for me. Yeah, Probably. she did. Oh, she yeah. did. No, like, the thing is... Uh, like, I can do it better. I can do it better. She would be like... I think she did, like, a few of the days in the studio. The producer wasn't there, and we, it was just the two of us. Mm-hmm. And um, I think we recorded 20 takes of the lead vocal. Yeah. Yeah. So, I felt bad for the producer because he had to, like, comp it. He like. had to cut them all up and put them together. Yeah. So, like, 20, 20 <laughs> takes, like, listening to every word and, like, which one's the best. <laughs> Yeah. Oh no. Oh no, 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 no never. Like, in, like, like, unless it's like a live take. From like Universal, for mm. example, like Ariana Grande, people like that, they will literally take syllables. Yeah. From different takes. Yeah. Not and just words. Not like. just the word, but even the syllables. So it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Because yeah. it's it's supposed to sound like a perfect take, but like no one does perfect. Takes, it's impossible. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, because if we are going to go into it, like, even more, like, detailed, (laughs) after it gets comped, it usually gets tuned as well. Mm. I sing very much in tune, but in order to get that pop quality, which is what we want, we want to be able to have our songs on the radio. Um, We call it organic pop. Which just means pop with real instruments. Yeah. Yeah. Another, I mean, otherwise it's known as indie pop yeah. or singer-songwriter. Yeah. Yeah. Singer-songwriter Those are the pop. subcategories. Yeah. I think adult contemporary is another. Yeah. One uh, of those. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Mm. Yeah. 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 So we have, we have all the dates for the singles and then hopefully the album will be released may 17th Mm. so the best way is to follow like our social medias especially like our facebook page yeah seven thousand apart.com has all of our social media but we're everywhere at Mm -hmm. seven thousand apart yeah So. so whatever like your preferred platform i think you can start i think yeah, it's I mean, difficult, like, to really pinpoint it. I think. Okay, I started. I'm sorry. You can start. <laughs> you can start, and then I start talking. <laughs> no, but I think it's it's hard to pinpoint for this album. I think we grew together very much into what we are right now. Yeah. I think we definitely have influences, but we have listened to so much different music, both of us, and mm-hmm. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, and. Um, I think we have just come to a point where we, both of us feel very comfortable with the music that we make. And that's really important to us. I think also we put ourselves kind of like in a box with just having real instruments because for me it gets a little overwhelming when you have too many things to choose from. You know, like especially with electronic music, you know, there are millions of synth samples Mm. for just that little drum. And how do you know which one is the best one? But if you record a real drum set, you have just like one it's way a of real doing drum it, you know? And I've always enjoyed real music. I'm a big fan of like Adele and a Sheeran where it's like so much, it's still pop, obviously, but it just has that realness. It's mm. a little grittier, you know? And 
Yeah, and I've always been a fan of real instruments. <laughs> I mean, I had a big, like, not emo <laughs> time of. in my life, but I did, like, in ninth grade, I colored my hair black, and I, all I listened to was, like, Evanescence and Paramore. She was really cool. I was pretty cool for, like, a year. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was kind of what I was into, like, growing up. I would say so. I don't think it's, like, obvious, but I definitely think that it's there, just mm. how I grew up and, like, the... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right now? There's oh, a lot. Good. The thing is, like, Sweden is Sweden is the third biggest music exporter in the entire world. Max Martin, I, yeah. for example, is the... He writes, he wrote, yeah. like, he at least he co-produced, I think, half of the songs on Ariana Grande's latest album. You know what I mean? So, and like, Taylor Swift's album. And, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then you have Avicii, and then you have like Robin Zara. and Zara Larsson and Toblo, and you have so many people who go beyond Sweden. And I think there's just a really cool pop sensibility in Sweden that is both taught and just like kind of natural. <laughs> and it's just, yeah, Sweden just creates really good pop. And I think that's what probably influenced me a lot. Yeah. Mm. US, UK, Sweden. I don't think so. I think Canada's like maybe the fourth or fifth yeah. or something. It's it's I up think there Australia for sure. Australia's up there too. Yeah. 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 So I, I was just gonna mention. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna mention for this specific album, we really had like Adele, um, Ed Sheeran, and actually Amy Winehouse mm -hmm. um, was one of our yeah. Really there's some big, jazzy stuff on there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and I would I would say too like Nora Jones, mm -hmm. like one yes. of the songs is a little Nora Jonesy. Um, but, um, I'd say overall, like where we're heading and where we are, like, I'd say like Sean Mendes, Julia Michaels, mm -hmm. some of those people as well are also kind of influences now. Yeah, definitely. Um, but for me back when I was <laughs> younger, like Amelie, um, my biggest influence was really Switchfoot with mm -hmm. songwriting. Um, but then I really loved like Owl City. Um, I really love Paramore. Um, I'd say that there's like, a massive amount. I I guess recently in college, I really liked 21 Pilots. Um, mm -hmm. My friend actually introduced me to them before they were cool. <laughs> <laughs> he had, no, he actually had their, uh, he had their demo. Like the, yeah. he, so they played at the festival that was in his hometown. That was their first festival. And so he got their demo before they actually had like CD duplication <laughs> of like any real albums. And so like, yeah, so he introduced me to them. and But yeah, that would have been like car radio and like some of those other things. Um, um, but yeah, so I guess those, I, I really like lyrics. Yeah. That's my biggest thing is lyrics. Um, you know, I really... <laughs> John's, it's so funny. Like, well, John I, wasn't really exposed. I wasn't exposed to pop culture, like music yeah. wise. I really um, grew up, pretty much in the church culture and so like I knew all Christian bands and then I basically until sixth grade I knew classical music mm -hmm. honestly that's what I thought music was so didn't really my like mind it. in sixth grade when I heard Switchfoot for the first time just like blew up I'm like what is this <laughs> like this cool. doesn't make sense and um yeah so I mean it took forever mm -hmm. yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, but kind of like well, he was like in this little box with classical music, and then you know a little bigger box with like Christian, Christian rock and stuff. Music, yeah. And then when I came into his life, I was like, "Yeah, you've never heard of this band? What? <laughs> you know that?" And, and like all of yeah. a sudden, like I had to like, yeah. Like my dad's favorite band is the Beatles, <laughs> yeah. right? And like I had no idea who the Beatles were, no. <laughs> like at all. No. And no, they didn't. But I just didn't care about music. I thought yeah. all I knew was classical. So like. That's yeah. I grew up just playing classical. I I started listening to hymns in church. Hymns in church, and I played. I guess I played. Um, sixth grade was when I started playing in the jazz band at school. So that so I knew like classical and jazz, and <laughs> that was pretty much it. And um, 
my mind blew up and it's been blowing up ever since. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've definitely listened to like so much. Amelie's heard very, pretty much everything. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I, I would say I'm pretty well-rounded. <laughs> like I've tried to listen to a lot and, and I, I grew up, like my mom is a sing, as I said, a singer and a voice coach. And like, I have a lot of musical theater influences as well. I have a music, very musical theater voice, <laughs> and I grew up like singing a lot of that stuff, which is very classic. Did you mention about music, your yeah. mom though yet? What about her? That, that she, she did. She was on Swedish Broadway. Yeah. Yeah, she was on Swedish Broadway. So now we've mentioned that. Now we can move on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but she's she's great. And but that's but she, why but she, you she, she's also she's also been singing a lot of jazz and a lot of folk music and and just like and. Yeah, I, I guess I've just like been exposed to a lot. I don't know which names you want me to name, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, nice. absolutely. Oh yeah, no, I think it's it is really really interesting. I don't think that like both John and I have in common. We are not trying to sound like anyone else. We're not. Yeah, we're very not like. Oh, we should no. we should sound exactly like Amy Winehouse. We like listen to her like a couple of the songs just to get the sound like some of the jazz sounds like kind of right, correct. Um, yeah, and we like the mix. We like you the know? production behind it. Exactly, but, but when we wrote the song, did we think about her at all? No. no. I think the melodies that come out of my head <laughs> and like the words and and the like m guitar melodies and stuff that come out of John, I think it's. It's obviously because of all the influence, because of all the music that we've listened to, but it's also because of like what we've sung and what we've done and what covers we have done and like what we sing in the shower and, you know, mm. and, and like what kind of friends we hang out with and what we like play with, you know, it's, it, there's so many things that you, it's so hard to pinpoint. Well, and I, I think we really want to be like the best 7,000 apart, yeah. best Omelie and John that we can be yeah. for music and really be ourselves and yeah. have our own voice. And that's something that talking back to like songwriting, when you first start out songwriting, you don't have your own voice. I think Avicii in that documentary said it as well. You have to kind of use other people's voice. Mm -hmm. And then you yeah, start yeah. to get to a point that you know music theory, you know music enough you know what you like, what you don't like. That you really get your own voice. And this this album for us was really discovering what our voice was. Yeah. And it's <laughs> such it's such a good foundation for us. And we've already been working on songs for next projects. And it's so much easier now because yeah. we're like, this is what our voice is. And we're just like kind of adding on to that. So it's it's been a really cool process yeah. and a great year. That doesn't mean that the year. voice doesn't change. Like obviously like our... Our musical styles will probably change throughout time, but that we have this base foundation. And that's another reason why we wanted this first album to be acoustic, you know, like real instruments, the organic pop, because it will be timeless that way. Like, there's nothing like that people can be like, oh, oh, but that synth sound was so 2017 yeah. or whatever. Um they can't say that because it's just like it's a guitar like it's gonna sound like that <laughs> pretty much and, and so we wanted to start from that and then we can develop yeah. into different paths but it's something we can be proud of for years mm -hmm. to come which i think it was really important to us that was the point of it yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah i think so yeah, I think so. yeah. we're really, really excited <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. it depends how you how you see it i mean we did record several demos of the songs before they came to the do studio. you mean like from the studio yeah. or yeah yeah yeah, yeah of course of course <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I I definitely recorded a lot of video um, yeah. that we have. Um, the the biggest challenge is is like we're such a small artist that we don't really have. Um, we haven't really found someone that's like willing to kind of like come along with us yeah. and like <laughs> record things. So anything that we do, like 
if we're both recording or one of us is recording, we try to video the other, but it's, you know, there's so many things to think about when you're in the studio and like, um, even just like, you know, do we have our passport? <laughs> like, so it's, <laughs> Did we post it's, on um, social media today? <laughs> um, so the great thing with this album process yeah. is we've really started to get more people involved yeah. to help us out. And so because of that, we're able to now start really focusing on having more time just to do that type yeah. of stuff. Um, I, I do write diary all the time, so yeah. I, I have documentation of that, but, um, I don't have like, I don't, I don't know. I haven't honestly looked at the footage that we have. No, um, we haven't had time yet. We want to put together like some kind of little documentary, like we'll how the put album something was together. made, you know? Yeah. Uh, and we definitely have enough material. We just have to go through it and yep. add some talking over it. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Thank you. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I'll okay. just move over to John and you can yeah. play this. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Wait, that's can, we play, can we play your single thing too? Is that a thing? Yeah. Do you want to... Um, All right, people. Do you want to play it just through here or through a microphone? Or do you want to... <laughs> I don't know. What do you guys... I don't know I mean, what the best way... So it's, it's up to... I don't know your system. I would say, yeah. Hi, John. I bet, yeah. I bet <laughs> if we play it through the computer... It's gonna find some way to sound like crap. Okay. So let's just <laughs> yeah, try just from it. phone to microphone. Okay. So you go to Spotify. Go to Spotify. Yep. Type in <laughs> but I think I, I'll just do it here yeah. and do it like this. Yeah. We can just play like um, a minute or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> turn it up. Turning it up. Turn it up. Turn it up. So this is our first thing. Also, yeah, for people for people watching. Thank you for sticking around. Yeah, Obviously, thank you. This we is have no idea who's who, like, right. There right. Are many yeah. watching, but that's probably great. Yeah, this is episode three. We're figuring it out. Venue change. I think the show has a good future. Okay? <laughs> the show has a good future. I think it has a good present. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. And you're, you're awesome. Yeah. So thank, you. thank you guys. Thank you for having yeah. us on. Yeah. Okay. Here's the Do song. This. Let's start. Okay. Ending. You have to. Into my lungs, thinking about things undone, trying to catch these memories before they're gone. I'm not asking for forgiveness, asking for a blank check. I wanna know where did we go wrong? I'm not asking for forgiveness, asking for a blank check. I wanna, I wanna know where did we go wrong? Yeah. Then the drums come in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you're so good, like fading it out. So nice. Ah, good job. Good audio engineer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yes, yeah, so yeah. that was a little teaser, but it's everywhere. So if you want to listen yeah, to it, it's, check it out. Shouldn't be a problem. Yeah. Blind chick, seven thousand apart. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Awesome. Um. Just to just to finish that influences thing really quick. Yeah. I just yeah. it's burning a hole in my <laughs> pocket, if you will. Um. I watched. So it's it's interesting to me because you guys are 22, 22, 20, 23 21. and 24. 20. I had to okay. think for a moment. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So we're we're basically the same age. Yeah. I'm 24. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just interesting seeing like our age group come into fruition, I guess, in mm-hmm. terms of professionalism and making things happen. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, there's this video where Pharrell goes to this like university and he just listens to like four people's art. And like, I know that can, I don't know how that was for you, but that can be an interesting thing. Mm -hmm. Just like, I mean, every time I show someone a a business, a video before I put it out, I like, I don't look at how they react. I just, I sit there and I just listen to like what part they're at. You know what I Mm -hmm. mean? Um, but, uh, it was so cool because this one girl just had this like crazy song and it actually like got popular because of that video. Um, but I saw like a follow up where they did like a podcast together. It was Pharrell, some other guy, and her, and uh, she was just talking about her influences. And much like you guys, her influences were super recent people, yeah. um, like Bonnie Vare and yeah. stuff like that. And it's like, and Pharrell, it's funny because I'm like an old soul in that 
regard because I like I listen to a ton of new music. I'm I'm very into hip hop, but I mm-hmm. also listen to a ton of old stuff. Yeah. Um, and like I could see where Pharrell was coming from. He's like, "That's crazy! Like your influences <laughs> are like made music. Like the music you're being influenced by was made ten years ago. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Or like, I don't but know. you have it's to remember that those people probably had older influences, and those people are older. So oh, it's for all, sure, like, based, it all builds. It's all based on like classical sure. music, you know, like sure. all the, 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 like, yeah. Yeah, I guess I don't know. I just wanted to yeah. say that story. I guess. Yeah, that's cool. Um, but yeah, yeah. I think I think we can wrap this up. Yeah, if that's cool. Yeah. But uh, how do you guys have any shows coming up? I did want to ask any local, yes. anything local. We do. Awesome. Yeah, so we we're check playing, our website. <laughs> we're playing at uh, XC54 and Nina uh, on March 16th. Awesome. And I believe it's uh, eight. Is it eight? I think it's something. It's some, seven something to like ten. That. Yeah, seven to ten. Maybe. I think so. Seven to ten. Yeah, uh, and there'll at be night. some other artists there with us. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cool. Um, so that'll be cool. And then we're playing at Lovey Boheme and De Pere on March 29th, and that's eight to ten thirty, I think. Yeah. And uh, there's someone else playing with us there. Mm-hmm. Cool. And um, then we're playing sometimes we're in like, April. And, and we'll be playing like, you know, um, farmer's markets. and Yeah. Yeah. And we're booking for July through like November. So we're yeah. going to be playing a lot after awesome. the album's released. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So um, they'll be around part of the community. And uh, I hope you guys make it as far as you guys want Thank to. You. So Thank you. Awesome. Thank you so much yeah. for coming. Yes. 7,000. Is it 7,000kapart.com? No, it's just 7,000apart.com. 7, 7, so it's like 7,000apart. Okay. Everything com. in one word. We no had space. No space. No space in between 7,000 and apart. Yep. Because we had enough space in our lives. <laughs> it's a thing. It is a it's thing. A like that was actually like <laughs> a reason. Plus, it's, I think it looks better. Like yeah, yeah. absolutely. Okay, yeah. awesome. Seven thousand apart on everything. I think these guys are awesome. They have an awesome story. Thank you for joining us, episode three. I'm just gonna really quickly say this is the but why not podcast. Our goal is to move culture forward in northeast Wisconsin. Well, in Wisconsin, right now we're just talking to people that have some connection to Wisconsin, and. Uh, showing what kind of influence Wisconsin has on the world. Um, Thank you so much for watching.